1: Welcome to May. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. yes, it will be May by the time it comes out. Yeah, That really confused me there. <laughs> I know, I know. For a second, I was just like, but it's April. But it's- oh no, when it goes out. I-, <laughs> exactly. I get it, I exactly. get it. I'm with it, I promise.
1: Listen, I want to share like um, something I heard a very long time ago. I don't know if it exists everywhere else, but like, hooray, hooray, the 1st of May, outdoor shag, outdoor, you know, whatever starts today. Have you ever heard that?
0: No, I think you've just randomly
1: made that up. No, I mean, I heard it from somebody from a, from, I, I don't know, I don't is it,
0: know. Is it one of those? I heard it from Pete at the post office, who heard it from Jeff down at the uh, dog and Bone? Yeah, who the heard it from Teresa, who was waiting in the queue at the food shop.
1: <laughs> that must have been how it went. <laughs> but no matter, I think, no matter how I heard it, and it must have been, yes, a, a fancy game of telephone. Uh, apparently outdoor shagging starts today. (laughs) Well, who would have known? Who would have known? You know, I think at the time that I heard this, which was in the late 90s, I think the world was a different place. And there were not so many barriers to just outdoor shagging. I don't know. Or maybe I've just gotten old. And that just, you know, to all the young folks out there, uh, I say, go and and carry the torch.
0: Is it not illegal to have sex outdoors?
1: Oh, I think it probably is. <laughs> okay,
0: probably scrub that last bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
0: probably is. Oh, oh. We'll a cat again. It's always the cat that's talking when I get <laughs> It's trouble.
1: always the cat, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh. cat! Going to get arrested one day. <laughs> the naughty cat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, how are things going on your side of the pond?
0: Yeah, things are windy and wild, I'd oh, say, right now, oh. being very windy and very wild. Ah,
1: oh, okay, well, what's the wild yeah. bit, then?
0: Oh, just the wild wind blowing around, oh. makes you feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm in Dorothy's house, and I'm going to wake oh, wow. up Really? Kansas.
1: really? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think it's a weather thing. I, actually, funny enough, in New York here, it's really been windy this last week. I snuck in a paddle yesterday, but it was just a bit on the side of too windy, and that was actually a good day. So, I think the winds are going to be blustery today again. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the season, right? The North Atlantic winds and stuff.
0: It is. Yeah. It's needed to drop and let summer roll on. Yeah.
1: We need to get those leg tans going on. We do indeed. <laughs> I mean, sunscreen, guys. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the sunscreen. <laughs> Don't forget the sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Do you remember back in the day when, maybe this, the back of the day still happens, but um, where people would like put baby oil on their skin and like tan. Oh, yes. So they became leather handbags. Oof.
0: I always was even worse. We used to put, um, what was it, baby oil and vinegar or something? Oh, Some ridiculous my concoction. Oh, God. You used to mix and make <gasps> to put on your skin. I can't. Oh, my. Honestly god (laughs) the stupidity of the youth
1: oh my gosh oh bless all right yes okay sunscreen
0: (laughs) yeah tan safely don't stay outdoors too long Mm -hmm. stay out the midday sun yeah put your sunscreen on yeah all of those healthy things i know
1: Isn't it nice Mm. that we get to talk about this rather than, you know, keep warm, guys, and put your parkas on? I really love that we can get to talk about, like, sun safety tips. Yes, it is. (laughs) It means summer is arriving. Good times, good times. (laughs) All right, well, let's head over to the Relationship Correspondence Desk. What's going on?
0: Oh, I've got a goodie today. I actually had so much on the love (gasps) desk. I didn't even know where to begin. I could have reported so much this week.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. I've landed on a story and I'm going to go with it. So a woman, 25, reveals she had an affair with her fiance's father, who's 61, and they now have a baby together, but admits that her ex won't speak to either of them.
1: What? Shocking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised. Don't know why.
1: (gasps) Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think this is uncommon either. I think this stuff probably happens all the time. That's, all the time, really? Well, no. That is kind of. That's kind of like that's a low blow. I mean, I'm all for that person in their 60s to be like shaking and bacon with the person in their 20s. But did you have to poach your your son's fiance? Uh, maybe that's.
0: And then that's even worse, go in the press and tell everybody like yeah. that's like oh that's, God, gotta that's gotta so be horrible. rubbing <gasps> and in the wounds there, hasn't it? Ooh,
1: that is that is horrible. I imagine that that isn't that guy's first rodeo in terms of being screwed over by his dad. Like, if if it happened (laughs) once, I'm sure that that father has done those sorts of things before. That's really awful.
0: Maybe, maybe. So apparently the affair kind of flourished whilst um, the couple, the younger couple, who had been um, childhood sweethearts, were going through a bit of a rough patch. whilst the father was um, also going through a difficult time and going through divorce. So they... Just managed to kind of comfort each other.
1: Oh my gosh,
0: that is horrible. I won't think about how they were comforting each other, but um, <laughs> how popped a baby. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> I, my
1: imagination is rife with ideas.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, that's quite a tale, isn't it? I'm, oh my gosh. I'm not sure I could be in that position.
1: Wow. No, I mean, that's super awful and super sad and super disrespectful. If you're going to have an affair, just keep it out of the family. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Do it on someone else's patch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not there's,
1: there's just a lot of other people in the world.
0: Not in your one front yard. Even if Anna does say you should be having sex outside, absolutely, isn't it like
1: don't pee down your own leg or something like that? Isn't there isn't there like a saying? I don't know. Does that does that apply? No.
0: Okay. Oh, <laughs> Maybe not. Have you just the the weekend? Did you just read a saying and you're not sharing them all with us? Yeah, completely.
1: I know. I think it's like weird pun Monday or something. <laughs>
0: I think it must be. Oh, we gosh. appreciate it. We yeah. appreciate your effort. <laughs> I'm
1: really, <laughs> I'm bringing everything that I read over the weekend <laughs>
0: onto this podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Well, that is like some scandal. So Isn't it? Yeah, I just, wouldn't it be amazing to coach any of those people in the threesome there? <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, my
0: gosh. Wow. I think the challenge would be staying judgment-free. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, again, get curious, right? Like, I mean, you never know. But I mean, I I don't know. I think I, I think I know who I'm rooting for. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think the guy that's been kind of the young fiancé is being dated. Tommy's childhood sweetheart or his father, that's got to be a bit of pill to swallow and it's got to be hard to get over that. Yeah. I mean, any breakup is hard, but that has got to feel really, really difficult. It's,
1: yeah, I mean, that is, that's just such betrayal. Yeah. And as often happens, we deal in our coaching with a lot of people who've been screwed over and betrayed by their parents. Mm. It happens when parents are, you know, they've got their own agendas, they've got their own issues and so forth. And it's just, you know, so we can help coach around that too. But yeah. it is a double betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not 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 nice at all. Ooh. Oh, That's warmed us up. That has warmed us up. Oh my gosh, yeah. Good times.
0: (laughs) All right. So this week's... uh, Should we do the hot topic?
1: Let's do the hot topic.
0: Let's go then. (laughs) So this week we are looking at is my relationship in trouble? And how can I tell? (laughs)
1: Da-da-da. Oh gosh.
0: (laughs) So this is often... A challenge I think for um for clients where they kind of know that something's wrong they mm-hmm. are struggling really to understand mm-hmm. why things aren't working they just feel really uncomfortable in the relationship with their partner things will often settle down for a little while and then yeah. kind of flare back up again yeah and in the moments where it's quiet and peaceful mm-hmm. they think everything's okay mm-hmm. they think oh it's magically fixed so that's good I don't have to deal with it. Um, but often that cycle continues. Yeah. So we wanted to just share some ideas about how you might spot some kind of trouble points in your relationships mm. or mm-hmm. some areas that you can look at that will help to give you some indication that there's something that you need to pay attention to mm. or do something about.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Does that sound about right?
1: Yeah, it sounds great because to make it clear, like – there are a lot of people who, for whom they find out that their relationship is over and they're like, where did that come from? What, but I thought we were fine. And Sarah, I think that's what you're talking about is there's a lot of people with ostrich heads in the sand Mm -hmm. and there's really clear signs, but they don't know what to make of it. And it's those quiet times between the storms where they think that everything is fixed. And it's like, "No, no, 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 no. That's just grumbling and eroding. The termites are just going to work. Uh, eroding the relationship and standing by and doing nothing is like the worst, the last thing that you want to do.
0: I I think there's also an element of not necessarily always being able to piece together the parts of the puzzle. Yeah. And that's what we're going to try and help with today, isn't it? Because you see things happening and we think that they're happening in isolation. Mm -hmm. The one we don't realize is that often the things that we do say that the situations that are happening are all interconnected yes yeah and um so they do the behavior that we have as a partner does affect the behavior of our partner which is why oh yeah often when we talk about we get asked the question how can I work on myself and not with my partner when it comes to the relationship Mm -hmm. but actually by working with one partner you can affect the whole relationship oh profoundly yeah yeah
1: all right so dive in and uh and tell us because this is actually up on your blog this is on your website so tell us more It is
0: mm-hmm. so um so we've got a bit of a framework which is um which is around energy influencers mm. so we're all made up of energy mm-hmm. and this exists um within us around us and the best way to describe it i always think is when you walk into a room you can sense what's going on without anybody even speaking ah. Yeah, right. So you kind of feel the atmosphere, particularly yeah. if it's a tense atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but equally if you walk in and you feel kind of real fever pitch, everyone's excited, mm. you can tell that something's happened mm-hmm. and you kind of feel like you've missed out on the party and you want to know what's going on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. but if the energy's really kind of low and heavy, you can sense that there's some serious shit going on yeah. <laughs> and you and you don't know what it is. But you can sense that because of the energy yeah. um that's in the room. So that exists all around us, that there are energy influencers at play all of the time mm. um, within our lives. And when we understand them, it can help us to understand more about what's going on and more about the areas that we need to pay attention to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense so far.
1: It does. It does. So how do the energy influencers come into play when we're starting to, we're trying to sense like, is there something going on in our relationship that might not be rosy? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they're really good indicators actually. So there are six energy influences and we're going to start with spiritual. Mm -hmm. So spiritual is all about connection. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all about connection to ourselves, connection to our partner, connection to the world around us. Mm -hmm. So we'll notice that if the spiritual influencer is at play, that we don't really feel connected. Mm -hmm. We don't really feel like there's a long-term vision for the relationship. Mm -hmm. We doubt actually if there even is a long-term future. And we start to kind of question that connection and shared values and some of the views that we might have on the future outlook of the relationship. Mm -hmm. So we start, we we kind of find ourselves really second guessing some of those areas or we're not aligned or Mm. we suddenly think, actually, we used to have the same values, but this feels like we don't anymore. Mm -hmm. Like what's going on? Has something changed for one or both of you? So you'll start to kind of really sense that there's something where you just don't feel aligned, you don't feel connected, and you're really not sure kind of where the relationships going, mm. and doubts are starting to creep in.
1: Wow, gosh, it just feels like you've lost your way. Because yeah. when we start off in a relationship, it feels really clear. Like it feels like we're aligned. It feels like we're heading somewhere. We see a future. We see the path in front of us. So it really just feels like wait, how you describe it's like we lo- we just lost the plot.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see, so things people will say will be, I just feel totally disconnected to, right. to my relationship. I have yeah. no idea who who this person is anymore. Yeah. I don't even know if we belong together. Right. And all of those questions and those doubts start to come up and, and they're the things that clients will bring up and start talking about. Wow.
1: Yeah, that speaks really, really that's profound. Yeah. yeah. And I think we've all been in a relationship where that spiritual influencer has started to really go off course.
0: Absolutely. And it's scary, right? Cuz we think yeah. I don't know this world. I I me and I don't recognize yeah. it. Yeah. And that's a scary place to be because we like comfort. We like to know yeah. where we're going. We like yeah. to know what we're doing and we like to know who we're doing it with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and that, when that kind of path is is called into question, mm-hmm. that can feel quite terrifying. Yeah,
1: that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then you know, if you're not connected, then you zone out and you disconnect, and you don't show up, and so you're yeah. withdrawing at the same time. So it's not just that like this is happening; it means that it's shifting your behavior, and you're checked out as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and often what you'll find is you both try and course correct, but at different times. And so you go into this real kind of dance of negativity that never gets you moving forward. It never gets you out of this um, this cycle, this vicious cycle that you're in. Right. And that can be quite destructive if we can't stop it. Right. And just address that.
1: Right, right. No, that makes mm. perfect sense. Oof, okay, that, spe- that speaks That speaks volumes.
0: Yeah. So you ready for another one?
1: I am. Give it to okay. me. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So the next one on the list is emotional so emotional influences this is where we just feel incredibly drained and um, so we just feel emotionally like we just can't i just can't take anymore uh, yeah. you'll often experience real highs and lows with your emotions mm-hmm. so you'll start to kind of see these big um kind of highs that, where you kind of feel like everything's okay followed by these massive dips in in energy where it's like I just can't take anymore I can't um I don't think I can absorb anymore it's almost like you want to withdraw from from the world around you right and you really feel like your needs aren't being met in the relationship Mm. so there's this kind of bid to for the other person to make you happy and Mm. it's not coming back you feel like you are emotionally misunderstood mm. and your needs aren't understood and they're certainly not being met. Mm-hmm. And that that then feels physically and mentally drained. And it's like yeah. your whole being, the whole energy around it just feels like it's too much. Oh my gosh.
1: Wow. Emotionally misunderstood? That is that really hits. Yeah. I feel that. It's I cool. have felt that. Yeah. yeah. I think we all have, yeah.
0: You often get some challenges as well with um, like expression of feelings mm. because There is so much going on emotionally inside that it's really, really difficult to see clearly Mm -hmm. the feelings that you're having and to be able to articulate that and share that. Yeah, yeah. And this is where we often see this kind of closure where we shut down, we'll withdraw, you just retreat into yourself because it's the safest place that you know. Yeah,
1: wow, okay, yes, that feels familiar.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, feels very heavy lifted,
1: <laughs> and but this is the reality of like these are the diagnostic tools for is my relationship in trouble? It's like yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I felt that before, and yeah, that's not good times. That doesn't speak uh, uh, well for the future of our relationship. Something has to change if these sorts of shifts are happening.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's why we wanted to share some of these today is because often we can feel these things, we sense these things. But we're caught un- up in it so much it's really hard to be detached to actually get some rational thoughts yep. on how to understand what's going on mm-hmm. so you won't just see one of these influences at play you'll see multiple influences yeah, at play yeah. and when they're all um they're all impacting on each other it does feel uh, really hard and yeah. it's really difficult to get out of yeah. but if we can recognize one or more of them and start with one of them and focus on that and try and, you know, ha- provide an antidote to some of those feelings that yeah, are going on, yeah. then it helps us to gain more strength and more momentum to be able to tackle some of the other areas. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, so let's have a look at physical. So physical influence is all about the kind of the space or the distance between you. Mm. Even if you're in the same room and you're together, you can still feel distant. Um, mm. and, and lots of people feel alone in the relationship. Mm. Yeah. And that's actually said to be more destructive than several of the other things that we do as human beings mm. um, to impact on our health. So like smoking, you know, eating rubbish food, not exercising. Yeah. Being alone and feeling alone is said to be more destructive yeah. to us as human beings than anything else. Yes, I can see that. So having that sense of being physically apart but still in the same mm-hmm. environment is quite challenging. Yeah. And we're going to come on to environmental um, influences at the end. But mm-hmm. there is kind of a bit of an interplay here. Yeah so you rarely spend time together when you do you don't really feel like you're connected mm. the intimacy is either non-existent or yeah. it's kind of it's minimal yeah. uh, you know you're paying kind of lip service to it yeah. yeah and you really you can often kind of struggle to sleep and eat or you may find that you're eating too much or yeah, too much of, of the course. wrong foods or you're yeah. turning to other substances to try and kind of Um, almost blot out what's going on around you and so you'll start to kind of see some of these things uh, creep into your life Mm -hmm. and you'll feel really kind of restless and not know what to do with yourself it's almost like this kind of nervous anxious energy that's just running around your body and you can't settle you can't find any still or calm moment.
1: yes absolutely oh my gosh Mm. yes yeah and all that struggle to fill the void of being alone in a relationship yeah no for sure Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So then we've got the mental influencer. So this is all about what's going on in the head. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And we know there's a lot of stuff that goes on in (laughs) the head. So often
1: not very helpful, constructive stuff going on in the head. Yes.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, And never more so than when your relationship's in trouble, right? So we spend a lot of time inside of our head. Mm -hmm. It just feels like a mess. It feels Mm -hmm. overwhelming. We can't, we've got this constant monologue that's going on, most of it negative. Mm-hmm. Um, we second guess ourselves. We don't, um, we feel like we can't even trust who we are or, or where mm-hmm. we are in the relationship. And everything gets exaggerated, blown out of proportion. We start to catastrophize. We can make up all kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. We've talked about mm-hmm. stories quite a lot on this podcast. But this is what's happening. The mind is yeah. just creating. It's whole world. And it feels overwhelming. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: They're negative interpretations and the and assumptions and they're always worst case scenarios. They're yeah. unkind to both of you. Yeah. Um, and they basically don't give either of you in the partnership the benefit of the doubt. Our, our interpretations mm. go to dark places.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it really plays into the emotional influencer as well because mm. you can see how yeah. when that mental influencer is kind of you know, running off and doing its thing in the worst possible way, you can see how that is emotionally draining and how much that can affect you yeah. as a person.
1: Oh, and then the hurt—if your—if fe- that emotional hurt is there, then you're going to self-sabotage by yeah. creating stories and interpretations that are grounded on your hurt. And you may not want to feel that rejection. So you might come up with an interpretation that helps you to self sabotage and reject first. And then yeah. it's just tit for tat games. And <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Then you slip into this um kind of blame cycle and yeah. um really destructive behaviour yeah. where you go on the attack, the defensive. Yeah. And then you really are in this kind of yeah. vicious um downward spiral, aren't you?
1: Or breaking into your partner's phone to check for messages from those mistresses. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> a lot, yeah.
0: Oh, are, you, are you admitting to anything here or not? <laughs> You know, funny enough,
1: so I am a victim of very negative, toxic interpretations, but funny enough, I've never broken into anybody's phone. Mm.
0: I yeah, know. I can't say I have either. I know.
1: But I know that I'm, listen, I, there's many other shitty things that I do, <laughs> for sure. It's just that that's one thing I don't, um, but a lot of people do, and god love them it's it's really really hard it's uh you know because if you have like those interpretations that mental space that mental game all those games that you play those dark places yeah. that you go and you can do some pretty batshit crazy things
0: oh mm-hmm. absolutely this is yeah. where that whole contempt comes in isn't it oh my god we slip into that kind of mode and i mean <laughs> we saw the other week on the podcast when we're talking about the twitter the the oh. uh the <laughs> <laughs> the, the tweets that people had admitted to with their partners oh yeah
1: bringing a, was, a little jar of glitter into their car oh yes. my god like I don't know why that was just like horrendous <laughs>
0: <How> <laughs> the glitter one definitely stuck in my way because Ooh. it's just like there's no way you're getting Holy that shit shit. out of carpet <laughs> no kidding <laughs> absolutely no way oh my god <laughs> so yeah they, you know that's somebody who's got a lot of mental influencing mm-hmm. going on there um, going right. How can I get back at them? What's yeah, my revenge? That's the
1: thing? Revenge, contempt. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we know that's never gonna be the the solution that's gonna end well, right? Oh my so, gosh.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a death knell. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the nails.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so we've also got um just a couple more. So um social. So the social influence is all about um it's linked with that kind of lack of connection. Mm. But what you'll often see is we don't plan any any time together. We don't spend, have any date nights. We don't mm. make arrangements together. And what you'll often see is we actually start to make arrangements outside of the relationship. So we put all of our emphasis mm. on building those relationships outside uh-huh. of our intimate partnership. Uh-huh. And um, so we'll start to grow out with friends more often. We'll do things with uh-huh. other family members. Uh-huh. And we almost exclude our partner from that Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i'm gonna have my social life but i'm excluding you from it yeah which you can imagine probably feels pretty shit for the person that's being excluded yeah of course of course
1: and i should say too that because that outlet is not actually here right now because of covid then there's like this vacuum of despair where if if that is one of the things that you want to do because you you're going to feel better so to Mm. build out that social Network, which by the way is not a is not a positive coping strategy or a helpful yeah. coping strategy for you, but but just that the horror of then not even being able to do that because you're sort of locked inside with your partner. So so I think COVID brings yeah. an extra special complication
0: to this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that that strategy is all around avoidance. Yeah. So we're avoiding yeah. the person that we're in a relationship who yeah. we yeah. supposedly love. and respect and want wanted to be with and chose as a as a partner yeah but we're avoiding them because we don't want to deal with the stuff that's going on because Mm -hmm. it feels too hard oh my gosh yes totally the the other thing that you find in this with this influencer is when you do spend time together um so you kind of you know it'll be like right we're gonna make an effort we're gonna go on date night we're gonna we're gonna schedule some time together Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, thinking about the COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. but you kind of make you know, you put a date in the diary to have some time to connect. What often happens is we've got really high expectations then of how it's yeah. going to be, mm-hmm. and we go into it with this kind of uh, rose tinted uh, rom com type view of how ah, this date's going to yeah. be, how it's magically going to be the savior. Of our relationship, because yeah. one night can fix all of that, oh, clearly. really?
1: that's not, nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not? No. <laughs> but we go in with this high expectation, and obviously it doesn't live up to that, no, right? No, yeah, exactly. Exactly. One party says something that triggers the other party. And before you know it, it ends in explosion. Yeah. But be really careful if you can kind of sense that this is going on. Tread carefully. Try and kind of start small. And have low expectations about how it's going to turn out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, generally with this influencer, you just feel like all the fun has gone from your relationship. Mm. There's nothing Mm. that's sparking joy. It's not bringing you happiness. Mm. It just generally feels like it's not in a good place. Oh. Gosh, I feel the heaviness, yeah. Mm, yeah. Me too. I almost feel like I'm the bearer of doom this week.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. I think, but the thing is, every single one of these feelings and these influencers I've felt.
0: Yeah, me and too. And it's
1: so helpful because like if you can't put a name to what you're feeling, and yeah. if you are somebody who's a bit of an ostrich and you like to put bare your head, then then maybe these are like, oh, something this is feeling, this is sounding familiar. And I think I do need to start to look at this seriously. Because even if things seem quiet, because you're not hearing conflict, and there's no breaking dishes, and people aren't yelling and screaming. If these things are happening, you might have been inclined to just ignore it and be like, oh, it's okay, it's going to go away. But what I think what you're telling us is like, no, this is serious shit. If you're feeling any of these things, you're in serious shit time. (laughs) And things need to be worked on. This is this is Take the car to the mechanic time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. This is what we're trying to kind of do and highlight this week is just, as Anna says, trying to to name things, understand them by putting them into regular everyday context, things, situations that you will recognize. Yeah. And then that being the, that kind of warning light mm-hmm. that comes on the dashboard yeah. that says, actually, this needs some attention now. Oh,
1: the dreaded engine light. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you know, I can't I can't ignore it any longer. Otherwise, yeah. my car's going to stop working. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's no different with your relationship. Mm-hmm. So if we can recognize some of these points along the way. And if you're hearing this and you think, shit, that's me. Yeah. Then now is the time to start to pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm the last one on the list is environmental and this is all about the atmosphere so we talked about it at the very beginning mm-hmm. it's about um the atmosphere that's in the air when you're together so you'll often feel like there's a black cloud or an mm-hmm. elephant in the room and you'll notice the opposite so when you're apart or the other the your partner isn't at home mm-hmm. and you have the house to yourself you what you'll notice is how nice it is oh, in contrast yes. so yeah. It's a really good indicator um there's something that I've got in the health check that's on my um, on my website around one of the indicators is is looking at when you come home. So imagine the days where we used to go out to work yeah. and yeah. actually come back. Yeah, exactly. um, or, what? you know, if you go and do the weekly shop and you yeah. come back, when you're putting your key in the door how does that make you feel? Mm, so mm-hmm. if you're approaching that lock and that key mm-hmm. and opening that door with total trepidation mm, and, and you're dread. dreading it, mm-hmm. or when you wake up in the morning, you're dreading your partner opening their eyes because you oh, know yeah. it's just going to be a terrible atmosphere and yeah. you're just dreading what's about to come. Yeah, A lot of that, you can tell that indication through yeah. that environmental influencer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Gosh, well wow, that speaks about volumes. It's just something in the air that you yeah. know isn't right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh.
1: So, so if any of those engine lights come on, yes. then it's serious, you know, shit is about to hit the fan, get up and Absolutely. do something bad at time, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Okay, so I think that really speaks to, is my relationship in trouble? Okay. I think we've got a little... So, and conversely, if, if you don't feel like any of those are going on in any of those categories, then... I mean, still, and I liked how you said this in the blog post, is that if you think, is my relationship in trouble? If you're asking the question, I suspect that it is, you know? Yeah. So good on you to ask the question, because asking the question is like the brave, you know, it's putting putting it out there and saying, yeah, I think there is.
0: Yeah. And if you're asking the question to yourself, you can also ask the question to your partner. Mm So you can ask that question, like, I'm just wondering, do you feel like we're in trouble? Because I kind of feel like something isn't right. Mm-hmm. and that's quite a soft and gentle way to broach the subject yeah and we know yeah. that how we start a conversation is often how we end it mm. so if we start a conversation mm. from a point of defensiveness of attack it'll end in defensiveness and attack yeah. because we know that the other person's going to retaliate that way mm-hmm. But we start in quite a gentle way which is I just I feel like things aren't right like mm. what do you think how are you mm. feeling right now And the other person may not be feeling it, but it allows you to start conversation Mm. to say, well, actually, I feel a bit, you know, disconnected. You -hmm. you know, you Mm -hmm. can even blame this podcast, right? I was listening to this podcast the other day and it talked about spiritual connection and I kind of feel like we aren't there. Like, Ah, what do you think we could do to feel more spiritually connected? Yeah. So you can use it as a conversation. So Mm -hmm. that framework can be used as a barometer for your relationship, but it could also be used we're a bit of a conversation yeah, starter as well. Absolutely.
1: I love that you're like, yeah, blame us for sure. Please do. Yeah,
0: too bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: I heard this crazy thing on this podcast. Yeah.
0: If you ever need to start a conversation, just say, I heard this thing on the uh, Jordy Lesson Doc's Yeah. <laughs> and it made yeah. me wonder. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, that's a lovely opening. Yeah, it's curious. <laughs> it's open. It's not uh attacking. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to start.
0: It, it. Yeah. Start from gentle and uh stay open and curious.
1: Oh, nice. So that was a really beautiful way to frame the influencer. So if anybody wants to uh, reference that, just go to, uh, is it inflory.co.uk?
0: It is. Yeah. And yeah. I'll put, um, thank you for the plug, Anna. Yeah. I will, um, I'll put a link in the show notes um, yeah. to that um, blog directly. So you can yes. link straight in and go and have a look if you want to read some more about it. Beautiful. It is just a really useful way to kind of reference back and and every so often, just have a check in and, and just yeah. kind of check with yourself. Where do I think I'm at? Yeah. Is any of this going on? Because it's really difficult when you're in it to actually see it. Yeah. And so if we can take a step back and and then almost look at our relationship from the outside in mm-hmm. as another person would, then it helps us to get a different perspective.
1: Oh, I agreed. Oh, thanks for that, Sarah. That was really helpful.
0: Oh, you're yeah. welcome. I love sharing yeah. this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> me now feel happy again
1: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely because we're moving into like okay well let's move into action
0: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely all right is there question time oh i
1: think it is let's go
0: okay (laughs) all right oh i don't know how many times i have seen this scenario come up by people um, so I am so pleased that this question has come our way. <laughs> nice, nice. On oh, the twinkle and right. Sarah's eye. <laughs> the question is: Why does my ex still want to have sex with me?
1: Because <laughs> they have a pulse. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Oh, beautiful. Ex-sex, yeah. What a tumultuous time this is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. So I guess, you know, in this, we don't know, is this an ex like they just broke up? Is Has it been months? Has it been years? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm sensing there's a bit of time, a bit of time that's passed. I don't think mm. this is a kind of just, you know, it's quite normal to kind of break up and have one last kind of um, closure
1: oh yeah what session, did you isn't it? yeah what did you call it like many many podcasts ago um
0: I can't remember what I called it now
1: yeah not last kick of the can one last wasn't it like the one for good luck I think they didn't you mention yeah. weren't we talking about that like just we like do, we
0: have talked about one this before. last hurrah yeah yeah there's definitely you know there's something there's something in it I can kind of I think it's common yeah you know, it is just that kind of closure sex, right? Yeah, like,
1: closure sex. Yeah, exactly.
0: I kind of, I know that we're done now. I've had kind of yeah. one last bite of the cherry.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe that was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All uh, right. So, but this isn't that.
0: I don't really sense that this yeah. is that, do yeah. you? So um, why does he want to keep on having sex with me? Why does ex still <laughs> want to have sex with me? It is that kind of, it sounds to me like that this is kind of a regular occurrence this is that whole kind of friends with benefits thing
1: yeah yeah
0: but you've had a relationship beforehand Mm -hmm. so it's always going to be a little bit messy a little bit complicated Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my simple response to this though is because you're letting this person oh yeah yep right so like they can't have sex unless you let them right um, otherwise we're in a whole different territory right yeah so there's there's some consent here yeah and um you're allowing it to happen yeah so if you don't want it to be happening anymore and yeah. say a no ah uh, uh, okay,
1: okay, all right. all right, fair enough. I think um, yeah, right <laughs> right but I I think I don't know I think there's that one, but I think it is there is a more it is more complicated I think I think there's a lot of stuff where um there just seems to be a bit of like confusion from this person where you know if I, I'm assuming that there you know there's been discord, I'm assuming that shit went down. Um, And it may seem really complicated, like, well, why does this person still want to share intimacy with me if we just had such an all out, awful breakup? Like, how could they possibly be able to sort of still switch on the sexual desire and so forth? But it can be really complicated because, you know, um, yeah, let's say shit went down and things were really awful and ugly and so forth. But now that you're no longer in a relationship, you know, sexual desire is something that may be able to free, you know, flow a lot more freely, because there's not a lot of the baggage left anymore. And that again, and of course, you, you have the choice as to whether that's something that fits you or not.
0: Mm. But I think it's
1: really common for sexual desire to start flowing again, because all the discord and the fighting and and possibly and I'm assuming maybe even living together, it's all that's all yeah. in the past.
0: I think also though you're you're familiar territory with each other, aren't you? So right. you've got that familiarity yeah. with each other. So you you know, you know how each other works yeah. and it's not that difficult to create that sexual connection. Right, right. But there's something else else that's going on for me with this person because I really sense that there's this um I sense that they they haven't been able to let go. Mm. because if they were then they would have kind of a clean slate you know they might have had one less bite the cherry mm. but after that mm. they would be able to kind of disconnect and separate right I kind right. of feel like it's almost like there's some validation going on for this person right well I must still be you know they're seeking that external validation mm-hmm. I must still be attractive I must still be a good person I must still be worthy because mm. this person still wants to sleep with me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as long as they want to sleep with me then I'm still worth something right, and therefore right. you know. There's something for me around kind of self-esteem, I think, and confidence mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. and own self-worth.
1: Right, 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 right. That and that could that could that's really hard. Yeah, that's really
0: complicated. Then, yeah. And you know, maybe there's something on the other side as well. The X, like, so one assumption is, oh, well, they're just doing it because they can, and it's kind of easy. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, maybe they haven't disconnected either. Mm. And they're confused and don't really know yeah. what they want to happen next. Right, right. Maybe there's still that, that sexual chemistry is still so strong, but they're not able to work on the other parts of the relationship yeah. that are equally as important. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I mean, there's lots of different scenarios here that's possible. So how would you start in helping this person Get a clearer sense of what's what's going on with their ex but actually what what's more important is what's going on with them like, like right yeah Th- that's the thing and i think
0: that is the key to it, anna is to really kind of look at what's happening with them mm-hmm. why is it what are they getting out of the connection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what is it that's making me say yes what is mm-hmm. it that's making me agree to this and mm-hmm. and want to be part of it mm-hmm. what am i taking away from it but also What message am I telling myself around this? Either, Mm -hmm. you know, the positive and the negative. Mm -hmm. What is it that's caught up in this? What is my story? If I was to tell somebody why this was happening, what would I be saying? And start from that place to start to unpick some of the stuff that's going on.
1: Yeah.
0: And when we write down that story, it's then saying, okay, well, how true is this? Like, Mm. what evidence do I have that Mm -hmm. backs this belief up?
1: Yeah. Yeah and maybe not even a belief, like if you hear yourself saying, yeah, me and my ex, we're having sex. It's great. It's fun. Like, and as you, as you're hearing yourself say those words, like, Mm -hmm. is that true for you? Like, is it, is it really freeing? Is it really fun, recreational? Um, or is it filling you with sadness or is it uh, filling you with conflict, inner conflict? Do you feel like somehow you're, you know, not being your best friend in that situation?
0: yeah Yeah. and the other question is um how do you feel afterwards Mm. Mm -hmm. so how does it leave you feeling yeah uh, what happens after you've had sex and you know a few days have gone by right what comes up after afterwards
1: yeah yeah and you know there is something about like Yeah, ex-sex is, it's it's a bit tricky if it goes on because it does stick you in the past. It does keep you stuck Mm. in the past and and it may be keeping you from exploring all your options and a beautiful option is staying gloriously single, you know, like really (laughs) enjoying some really beautiful time with yourself. So as this is all going on, you're probably hearing a lot of chaos and there's a lot of noise and um, it may be an opportunity where you can if you spend more time with yourself and, and truly single and just mm. sit and stay and learn and, and start to dig deep into yourself and love yourself yeah. and, and truly gloriously spend love your time by yourself, yeah, it might be a missed opportunity to get that relationship going.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I'm getting a sense that just being really kind to the person who's bringing this question because they're going through a lot of shit right now. I can... Yeah. I can guarantee, and it's not easy, and we have all been there.
0: Yeah, and it's got to—it's got to mess around with some of those influences that we've just been talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so you've got to—you know—it's got to have some that mental influence. That's got to be, yeah, got to be going wild right now, right? Yeah. Trying to figure it all out, trying yeah. to work out what's happening, yeah. trying to understand yourself and the situation and your ex. Yeah. Um, so that's got to be happening. The emotional influence—I think you know that must be there. Oh my gosh there's unlikely to be a spiritual connection, right? Yeah. It's more physical than yeah. anything. So you, you, there's likely to be kind of something in those influences. That would help, I think.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm. But you know what's really weird is if you can notice, neither Sarah nor I have ever mentioned, like go ask your ex what he's feeling and in his interpretations. Funny enough, I think what you and I have not, the words between our words is, that relationship is over. If, if that is an ex, the relationship is over. Therefore, you're not building something together. Therefore, yeah. what your ex feels is not important to this. And in fact, actually, if we do go and lean in and sort of focus on what your ex is feeling, it's actually taking away from the most important person in this conversation, which is you. So yeah. all I care about is how you're feeling. What are your, where's your spirit yeah. at? Where are your emotions at, Etc. cetera? Where are all your interpretations at? Because this is all about this. Yeah, this is all about you right now.
0: Yeah. And the issue is, if you go back to the X and start to challenge things, ask questions, you're only going to confuse yourself even more. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just going to kind of really add to that confusion. That's already a sense is already there.
1: Oh, it is. Because the thing is, like, this is the moment where you actually need to get your own internal GPS. Um yeah. your GPS signal is coming from inside mm. trying to you know sort of decipher what your ex is feeling what they're you know what they're thinking what they're planning what they feel for you is just externalizing all the things outside of you um and it's it's taking away your power it's taking away your yeah. clarity to decide what you need to do
0: Totally it goes back to that external validation so I'm looking yeah. for somebody else to validate who yeah. I am as a person yeah. instead it's about looking at who do I want to be what is going to make me feel the happiest every day when I get up? Yeah,
1: I suspect that this person may choose that if the answers to that are okay. Well, let's be powerful and get that power from within. There's almost no circumstance where like ongoing sex with your ex is going to be something empowering. That's that's almost yeah. never going to be. That's almost never going to be something that's going to be positive for you.
0: Yeah, you. There's too much history there. Yeah,
1: I would be inclined to say though that like sex is great sex with other people you know again imagining yeah. that your pool is wide uh there are so many <laughs> options the seas are very deep <laughs> lots of just thinking of all these like atlantic ocean <laughs> examples yeah
0: just remember your
1: protection oh my gosh thank you for p- popping in there yes absolutely both for STIs <laughs> as well as for all the other things yeah exactly thank you for that mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Nice. All oh, right. Well that feels nice. Well, that went by in a flash this year. Yeah,
1: week. yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, a little bit more just to to nibble on while we're the the weather in the northern hemisphere is slowly warming up and we're thinking about yeah. like less clothes on and you know, all the lovely things that happen. Yeah. Uh, whether or not outdoor sex is legal.
0: Um, <laughs> May there be more frisky times ahead.
1: More frisky times ahead. You got it. <laughs> oh, thanks. For Just that. maybe yeah. not with your ex. Ah, thank you. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I second that notion.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. All right.
1: Well, hope it's a nice, I hope the wind calms down, the sun comes up, and uh, we get the sundresses out and let her rip on the summer.
0: Absolutely. Bring yeah. it on. Bring, Bring it on. on. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and we are, um, we are motoring through the podcast. Yeah. We will, and um, it won't be long before we've done a whole year of uh, podcast recording.
1: Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. What a pride. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to yeah. like mark our anniversary for sure.
0: Yeah. Like no, that champagne fountain
1: we've been talking about. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, have a lovely week.
1: You as well. Hope it's yeah. a sunny one and a mm. frisky one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, till next time. Alright, bye. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help in navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.